Are you looking to put your products in front of millions of customers? Then Walmart Marketplace is for you. With more than 120 million unique monthly visitors, according to Comscore, Walmart Marketplace is one of the fastest growing e-commerce platforms. And right now, new sellers can save up to 50% off referral and fulfillment fees. Join today and get instant access to millions of customers from one of the world's largest retailers. Go to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. Welcome to E-Commerce Conversations by Practical E-Commerce. I'm Kerry Murdoch. There is nothing more confusing to most e-commerce merchants than credit card processing. The rates wildly fluctuate and the monthly statements are hard to follow. And yet, credit card processing is key to virtually every e-commerce business. To help us understand how merchants can save money on their processing cost, we are joined by Sloan Bouchevet. He's a credit card e-commerce pioneer having founded and then sold a leading processing company. His new venture is called Interchange Plus Solutions, and we are pleased to have him with us today. Well, Sloan, thank you for your time today. Yeah, hey, Terry. Thank you so much for having me. Sloan, you're a credit card processing veteran. You've been doing this, you've been in this business for a long time. And, of course, our audience is e-commerce merchants, mainly smaller e-commerce merchants. My first question for you today is, what's your view of the credit card processing business, especially from an e-commerce merchant's perspective? Overall, I think the industry has been a great ally of e-commerce merchants. When I started focusing on e-commerce in the 90s, very few processors would approve Internet accounts because they pursued perceive the risk is too high. Um, you know, merchant account providers and gateways like AuthorizeNet that have embraced e-commerce, I think it's helped web merchants build their businesses for the past 15 years. Let's talk about fees briefly. Merchants tell us frequently that they don't either they don't understand their fees or they feel like there are fees that are unfairly imposed on them. So you've seen a lot of merchant account statements. You've talked to a lot of e-commerce merchants. Tell me, in your view, what are some of the most common fee abuses that merchant account providers impose on e-commerce merchants, in your opinion? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. There are a number of abuses that particularly stand out. And most of them are inherent to the three-tier billing system that most small e-commerce merchants are set up on. So number one, downgrading rewards and corporate cards to non-qualified rates. The actual interchange cost for an e-commerce rewards card is just above 2%, about 2.06%. But many merchant account providers are downgrading rewards cards and actually charging over 4%. That would be number one. Number two. 
cost of processing a debit card is much, much lower than processing a credit card because the risk is much lower. But processors are charging debit cards on the Internet at about two and a quarter percent where the rates are really much, much lower than that. They're not passing through the lower risk on debit card transactions. Number three, a lot of processors are taking unfair advantage of the yearly increases in Visa MasterCard rates and fees. So every April and October, Visa and MasterCard typically adjust their interchange rates. And I'll give you an example of this. Suppose Visa raises the interchange fee for, say, corporate cards by three basis points, which is 0.03%. Many processors will take advantage of this and increase across the board all card types by five or six basis points. In my opinion, this adding of interchange is a serious violation of trust. And don't get me started on termination fees. These termination fees that <laughs> that um, providers are charging to small merchants are, are really unjust and unfair. And I think that if you want to change your processor, you should be allowed to do that. So you've mentioned three things there. We're going to get to the concept of interchange here in a sec. Uh, so we'll we'll hold that explanation for interchange and to 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 an upcoming question here, but the first but the first example that you cited of of merchant account providers downgrading a merchant's uh, transaction, explain that a little bit more. Uh, that's that's a confusing that's a confusing topic and it gets into tiered pricing and that sort of thing. Sure. So most. Merchant account providers set up merchants on this three-tier billing of qualified, mid-qual, and non-qual. And for e-commerce merchants, they typically are only seeing the mid and non-qual. Qualified is typically reserved for swipe transactions for retail stores. So now you've got the mid and the non. And what the in terms of like a rewards card, uh, the cost of a rewards card is slightly higher than the cost of a plain vanilla credit card, rewards cards being, you know, mileage cards and having benefits and things like that. So the cost of a rewards card, the cost of interchange, is slightly higher than a plain vanilla credit card. But what the processors are doing is they're actually forcing the rewards cards into the highest rate, which is called the non-qual rate. Um, oftentimes, it's not even stated when you're looking at the quote from a sales rep, for example. But the non-qual rates are, I've seen them as high as 4 or 5%. And so a card that costs slightly more than a credit card is actually being charged at an additional 2%. And these are profits that the processors are making on the merchants. Is that something that's deliberate? Is that a mistake that that merchant account providers do? Or do they, is that in their terms and conditions in that example? The terms and conditions are uh, rewards cards will be you know, charged at the non-qualifying rate. No, it's, it's, it's a deliberate profit center for the processors. So where, I'll just kind of give you some real-world examples. Um, let's say the cost of a plain vanilla Visa credit card is 1.95%, and the cost of a rewards Visa card is 2.05%. There's not that much difference in the cost. Mm -hmm. When the processor quotes a rate of 2.25% as their mid-qual rate on the Internet. Mm -hmm. uh, both the plain vanilla and the rewards cards are underneath the mid-qual rate, and so there is some profit there for them, 
but they're deliberately taking the rewards cards and forcing them into the non-qual category to make an additional 2%. So maybe on a plain vanilla card, they're making 0.3% or 30 basis points. On the rewards cards, they're charging on the non-quals, let's say 4%, and now you're making 1.95% profit on a rewards card. It's a deliberate profit center for the merchant account providers. And when you were... When you're referring to cost there, you say cost. That's the fee that a merchant account provider pays to the credit card companies themselves, such as Visa, MasterCard, American Express, and Discover. That's the cost you're referring to. Right. That that cost is the interchange cost, which I, I believe we're going to get to in, in a little while. Yeah, great. Let's go ahead and skip to that, and then we'll get to... Uh, the question of how merchants can save themselves some money. But since we're talking about interchange now, and that's all merchant account providers pay the interchange fee to the major credit card companies, let's let's fast forward to that question. Tell us what is interchange and why merchants need to understand the concept of interchange. Interchange is a fee paid by the merchant to their cardholders issuing bank for processing a transaction through the system the single largest part of the rates and fees that merchants pay for their credit card processing. So envision that uh, a consumer comes into your store or or shops on your e-commerce website. Uh, Not only is that consumer who's purchasing from the merchant potentially floating their credit at 18% to their issuing bank, the bank that issued their card, but the bulk of what merchants pay in their rates and fees are these interchange fees. So the issuing banks are making the interchange fees as well as the interest on uh, providing credit to the consumer. As processors are the ones who have the relationship with the merchants, it's their responsibility in the rates and fees that they charge to the merchants to collect the interchange plus their markup. They then have to pay that interchange back to the issuing bank that issued the customer's card. So just a kind of another brief brief intent on why there are different interchange categories, and there are several hundred interchange categories, the main reason is risk. So, for example, debit cards where funds are taken directly from the consumer's checking account, that's a very low-risk transaction because the funds are in there. On an e-commerce card not present transaction, that does pose a higher risk than, for example, a swipe transaction. So all e-commerce interchange uh, is charged at a higher cost of interchange. Do do all banks pay the same interchange rates? Uh, all banks have the same interchange income. So the issuing banks are making the interchange. Um, what's great about our industry is that everyone's on a level playing field. Whether you're a processor with 30 or 40,000 merchants or the largest processor with hundreds of thousands or millions of merchants, Everyone's on a level playing field. They pay the exact same interchange. So what can merchants do? For merchants listening to this, uh, uh, money's tight, profits are tight, uh, potentially they could be saving themselves some money here on credit card processing fees. What can merchants do to to e-commerce merchants to save themselves some money on their credit card rates? Given that interchange fees are determined by Visa MasterCard and neither the processor nor the merchant has any influence over it, the only place merchants can save money is in the processor's markup. So what merchants have to do is figure out 
what the actual cost of the transactions are. They really need to understand the, the cost structure behind the rates and fees they're paying, and then go back to their processor and negotiate based on this knowledge. Because it's the where e-commerce merchants are really feeling put upon here is that they understand that they're being overcharged on things like rewards cards and corporate cards, but they really, without knowing what the cost structure is, it's very hard to, to go back and negotiate. So I would say that any merchants that are set up on the three-tier billing where they've got the qualified, mid, and non-qualified, they really need to understand uh, what the cost structure is and then either look for a new processor or go back to their existing processor and renegotiate. And the thing is that they need to know, they really need to know is, what am I paying for debit cards, what am I paying for rewards cards, and what am I paying for corporate cards? Because under three-tier billing, with the qual, mid, and non-qual, they have no visibility in what they're paying for those card types. You said Visa MasterCard sets the interchange rates. Are they published? Are they can a listener go to Visa's site, for example, and see the interchange rates so they can understand what their merchant account provider or their bank is paying? Absolutely. Both Visa and MasterCard publish interchange, and any merchant who wants to know, and we, we encourage them to know, uh, can simply go to Google, type in Visa, MasterCard, interchange tables, and it will take you right to links on Visa's site and MasterCard's site, and you can open up a PDF and see exactly what the costs are of each type of transaction. Now, it is complicated, but it is really worth doing because once the merchant understands what interchange is, they can start to manage their own costs, and obviously that goes right to the bottom line. So that's go to Google, uh, search interchange rate tables. Is that what that is? Say that one more time. Yep. yep. Uh, you know, Visa, MasterCard, interchange rates, interchange rate tables, something like that. And then they will, you will actually see uh, Visa International, a link right to the Visa interchange tables. It's actually a, a PDF which you download. Uh, the Visa PDF is about six or seven pages. The MasterCard PDF is over 100 pages. So you might want to focus on Visa because 70% of all merchants' transactions are Visa cards. That's really the bulk of everyone's transactions. And that is a much easier PDF to, to digest of about seven pages. But uh, that is what we would suggest, and we really encourage all merchants to understand what interchange is and what the, what the cost of the transactions that they're accepting is. Sloan, you mentioned earlier that you have been servicing e-commerce merchants in terms of credit card processing since the 90s. You're really a pioneer in this business. You co-founded e-online data and sold that. And I know you've got a new company that you've just launched, Interchange Plus Solutions. And please tell us about your new venture here. Sure. Well, we're, we're really excited, of course. And we founded Interchange Plus Solutions on the principle that every merchant deserves full transparency in their rates and fees. Uh, the fact is, Terry, until recently, only the largest merchants have been able to obtain Interchange Plus pricing. And the concept of Interchange Plus is actually very simple. We just add a small markup or margin across the board on top of the actual cost of processing and pass through the exact interchange fees. So the merchants will pay, they'll actually see the interchange cost of the transactions that they're accepting. They'll see the small markup that we add on top 
And that way, if it's a debit card, rewards card, credit, corporate, whatever it is, they only pay that small margin that we've agreed to. In addition, on our reporting, we show them on their statements, their costs, and the demographics of the card holders that are uh, purchasing on their websites. So merchants have full transparency in the types of cards that their customers are referring to use at their businesses. And they can see, gosh, we're getting a ton of debit cards, or look at all the rewards cards we're getting. And that, that visibility into the preference of the cardholders who are shopping on their websites is, is really important data for merchants to have. Okay. We've got just another minute or two here. Anything else on your mind, Sloan, for our listeners who, of course, are e-commerce merchants? Yeah, I mean, there are two things that I think merchants should be aware of. Number one, uh, as part of the the new uh, Dodd-Frank Wall Street Reform Act that's set to go into effect this summer, Congress has voted to regulate debit card fees, and if that goes into effect, uh, the cost of debit cards is going to go down considerably for all merchants that are on interchange plus pricing. Unfortunately, merchant account providers are not being forced by law to pass on the savings to their merchants. So that's something that merchants should be aware of. In addition, I've seen that the high rate of unemployment currently is, is really spurring a new crop of e-commerce businesses. And there's always opportunity for merchants who do their homework and are focused and innovative. Uh, it's my belief that small to mid-sized merchants can compete effectively against very largest corporations they manage their costs and offer outstanding service. And I feel really, really positive about the future of e-commerce. Okay. Well, for purposes of our listeners, we've been visiting with Sloan Bouchevet. Sloan is the president and CEO of Interchange Plus Solutions. He's a credit card pioneer, having been in this business since the 90s, e-commerce credit card processing since the 1990s. His new company is Interchange Plus Solutions, and that URL is interchangeplussolutions.com. And Sloan Bouchevet, we want to thank you for your time today, sir. My great pleasure, Kerry. Thank you. Thank you. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.